Hello from the Clio Cloud Conference Online. I'm Lawrence Coletti. I'm Tom West. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, today we welcome Tom West. He's the CEO of LawPay. And we're going to be talking about electronic payments. But before we get to that, we need to introduce our guest. Hello and welcome to the show, Tom. Hey, Lawrence. How you doing? Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, wonderful to be here. It's been a real it's been real interesting to watch the the Clio Cloud conference unfold and they've had a lot of a lot of wonderful events and uh, you know one of the one of the staples to that conference uh, one of my favorite topics that we do year after year is the Clio Legal Trends report. I think every lawyer should be reading that report. There's a lot of great information and it changes from year to year, but uh, really great insights as to the business trends and the practice trends within the industry. But, uh, you know, your industry, Tom, uh, you know, LaPay, uh, electronic payments was featured in there. It's kind of a three-tiered approach for some of these law firms that have fared better than others during the pandemic, of course, 2020. And so online payments was one of those tiers. Uh, Client portals uh, was another. And the last one they featured uh, pretty prominently This year was the client intake CRM, and of course, CRM for lawyers out there not familiar, customer relationship management. So to the degree that uh, law firms had client or cloud-based technologies that uh, handled one of those three branches, they tended to do better. So Tom, why don't we break it off just a little bit here? Um, You know, in terms of 2020 payment systems, you know, I know you all have some information and some statistics on there, but can you give our listeners a rundown of how law firms that were integrated in electronic payments fared against law firms that didn't during the pandemic? It's really been an amazing uh, transformation that we've seen over the, la- over the last uh, six months uh, in terms of the use of electronic payments. I mean, it has really skyrocketed as most firms have had to figure out how to deal with the virtualization of the world, you know, it's particularly their offices uh, and their practices. And so it's been um, it's been a really a critical mission critical business tool uh, to continue to get paid in this environment and i think that that's you mentioned it right in the upfront but one of the most powerful things that clio did this year was able to compare a uh, firm's performance that were on electronic payments going into the pandemic versus those that weren't. Uh, And it's just, it's absolutely dramatic uh, how much better the firms that had electronic payments as part of their arsenal fared. Uh, It was an average of $15,000 more per lawyer, and that's accelerating. Uh, And and not only is it more uh, revenue per lawyer, but it also a lot more uh, acceleration in new matters per lawyer because I think it's just easier to get your clients signed up if you have a way of getting paid upfront electronically, whether it's a retainer payment or whether or not it's uh, just a consultation. We had a follow-up question to that, you know, based on causation. You answered part of it, you know, why why would you be getting new matters? You know, how does an electronic payment system help you get new cases in the door? But, uh, you know, Tom, if you could help us out, you know, how does an electronic payment system help with the bottom line? How does it bring in more revenue when you're basically doing the same service for the client? Yeah, I, I think it is more about giving you access to 
clients that maybe you wouldn't otherwise have had access to. They may not, most Americans don't uh, have cash on hand, and particularly when you're talking about a surprise legal issue that comes up uh, that they haven't been planning for. And, um, and so a lot, of, a lot of attorneys won't take work unless you can pay the $5,000 retainer up front. And it's really hard to, to, to do that if you don't have $5,000. But uh, most Americans could put $5,000 on their credit card to get started. And so I think I think it does unlock kind of that next layer of opportunity uh, for the lawyer uh, and allow people to move much more quickly. Uh, the the other thing that I've that we've seen uh, is that a lot of um, Americans, even if they do have the cash, are trying to hold on to it during this COVID period. Uh, and so uh, there has been a rise in credit card usage, um, and uh, and so. Uh, lawyers that are accepting uh, credit cards are the ones that these uh, clients are disproportionately looking to hire. Oh, that's fascinating. So, Tom, one of the things um, we've been learning about in the last couple of years has been kind of just reinforced is the the psychology of payments. And I just had a recent example uh, just uh, in my personal life, <laughs> not not legal related, but uh, it was just uh, maybe about a month ago. I was uh, kind of the end of a long week and, uh, you know, I didn't want to go out. I was kind of tired and and there really wasn't much to go out to. <laughs> so that also kind of led to my decision. But I decided to uh, play, you know, play my Xbox and I was going to buy a game online that I'd been reading about. And. I, got, I sat down to uh, download the game onto my console, and I guess at some point uh, my Xbox must have updated, and I had to. Uh, I was required to re-enter my credit card data, and I remember I was all about the game, and then all of a sudden I'm sitting there I'm about 50-50. It's like. Uh, I don't know if I want to get off the couch. I don't know if I want to get my credit card. I don't know if I want to enter this information. Maybe I'll just go to bed, you know? And so I, eventually I broke down and got it. But it was amazing how I went from, you know, I'm going to do this right now to 50-50 prospect all because of the psychological change there, getting off the couch when I'm tired. And so what I, obviously kind of a, a you know, non-legal related example, but as I understand that there is some psychology that goes into when bills are paid and there's some ideal times for lawyers to uh, give their clients invoices. So maybe you could kind of fill in the gaps there for, for our listeners here. Yeah, no, no, no question. I mean, there, there's definitely a method to the madness and some strategies that actually work better than others. I mean, if you think about just the um, the American lifestyle today, um, the the consumer and even B two B customers are used to frictionless payments. Everywhere they go, payments are frictionless. If you hop in an Uber, you're, you you don't have to do anything. It, automatically, the payment is happening, and and you know that that's our belief is the more that we can provide payment choice, help the lawyer provide payment choice, reduce the friction uh, in getting paid, the more likely uh, that the uh, customer is going to pay that bill. Um, and, and part of the evidence of that is we've found that nearly 60% of our payment links are paid uh, by the next day. Uh, it's amazing that you know within a 24-hour period, they're getting paid when most lawyers are used to waiting 60, 80, 90, 120 days 
uh, and chasing bills, um, you know, this is uh, this is a way to get those to reduce that friction and get paid much more immediately. And then in terms of timing, um, absolutely. Uh, you know, we see spikes happening in our payments during pay periods. And I think that's where where you you really want to 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 if you have an ability to get your bills out on the fifteenth, get your bills out at the end of the month uh, when people are getting paid, uh, you're much more likely to get paid because they're feeling like they have the the funds to be able to to cover it. And so we we definitely see spikes in our system happening, you know, during those periods. Well, that's really smart. I, I hadn't thought about that, but I think that's true. You know, people they they feel better about paying bills when there's uh, more money in the account. So uh, let, let us follow a question on this. Uh, you know, I've been, I, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lawyer and I've been on both sides of the coin. I've been, you know, representing clients, but I've also been on the consumption or the consumer side of legal services. And, you know, in my, in my course of my representation, I've hired law firms on behalf of others. And one of the things that I would find that would frustrate my clients, but also clients of another law firm was that they would get a bill, not frequently, they'd get it maybe every quarter and that bill would be huge. Huge. So instead of seeing it along the way, uh, they would get this bill, you know, every quarter. And then, of course, you know, the law firm wants that pay because it's starting to, you know, starting to add up. But just the psychological portion of that was pretty daunting. You see this large bill, and you get, and the, there's a surprise to it. But uh, one of the things that I kind of noticed is that it seemed to take longer to pay a bill back like that. You know, sometimes a delay, but uh, you know, also the psychological factor, like how are we going to pay for this? So, any thoughts on that? You know, in terms of you know not letting those bills pile. Yeah, I know. I think I think you um, are on to something big, which is that, uh, you know, if you look at uh, across really any industry, you're paying for things as you're receiving them or maybe in front of when you receive them. Legal is still one of the very few industries out there that's willing to provide a service and then hoping you pay for it after the service has been provided. Uh, and it, and to me, that makes no sense. I, I think we ought to find ways as a legal community to be able to keep that billing process happening throughout the matter. And I think the, the function of that will be that there will be more bills, more frequent bills at lesser amounts. And I do agree with you entirely that, that the psychology there is smaller bites versus necessarily one big chunk uh, at the end where uh, it's going to take a while. The bill has to be evaluated. You know, we still have one of the things that's most fun for us to see happen is when a law firm first gets on law pay because, you know, maybe they, they've been in this traditional model where they've been doing the work and then 30, 60 days after they're sending out a, a large bill and then they spend a long time chasing those bills. And the, the moment that they start to put their invoices out on law pay and they receive uh, those payments back literally within 24-hour period, I mean, there's just a moment of um, euphoria uh, that they say, well, why, why haven't I been doing this all along? Um, because I, I do think that the most valuable thing in all of this is the lawyer's time. And the lawyer spending time chasing bills really isn't value added for anybody uh, in the process. And uh, that, I think that's one of the things that they find most 
powerful is that they get to shift a lot of that time away from chasing and a lot more time actually being lawyers and, you know, impacting their clients, which is, um, you know, the reason they went to law school. You know, my, my landlord and I, you know, we have a, we, we do uh, payments through a service called Zelle, which builds onto, you know, my banking app. And so really nice to kind of submit the rent that way. I got a nice record and it shows up really uh, neat in my accounting system that I have with my bank. But, uh, you know, I, I know you all provide these services, Tom, over at uh, LawPay, but uh, just in terms of trends, you know, uh, with, you know, this new generation, Gen Z, uh, you know, the millennials, uh, you know, even some of the uh, the tail end of uh, Generation X, you know, what are you seeing in terms of the services that they're preferring to pay with? You know, what is there any like breakout model or is it just kind of scattered against a, a bunch of different brands kind of servicing the same space? I do think we're going to see lots of changes in payment methods uh, as we as we move forward. We'll see increases in Venmo and Apple Pay and the wallets uh, coming through the system. Uh, it really hasn't uh, come to the legal market yet, but I do think that's the next generation of customer. Uh, what what we are seeing a, a ton of, what probably the fastest growing uh, type of payment today is the scheduled payment. And that is where the lawyer or the client is setting a fixed schedule and the payments are happening on an automatic basis. And, you know, that's good for the lawyer, obviously, because you've got a very predictable cash flow. But it's also good for the client because the client doesn't have to deal with making a payment. Uh, it just happens automatically. Um, a lot like you were talking about with Zelle, you kind of fix it and forget it. And then you have electronic record of it happening. Um, you know, our, our system uh, notifies the uh, customer. Um, you, you can notify them a day, three days, or seven days in advance, whatever you prefer for your practice. And then the payment occurs automatically. And it's just, uh, it's like clockwork. And we see that that is literally the fastest growing payment type in our system. All right. Just one last question for you, Tom. You know, if our listeners, they want to follow up with you or the nice folks over at LawPay, where's the best place to go? Well, come over and see us at LawPay.com. Um, you know, of course, uh, you know, we're, we, we love our partnership with Clio and uh, Clio Payments, which is powered by LawPay. I think Clio is very forward thinking and uh, having a best in class uh, solution. And so the folks at Clio Payments can, can also help you out, but uh, happy to answer any questions that that people have. We have folks uh, standing by. We have over uh, 35 certified payment professionals, which is actually a, a designation you can get in our industry uh, that are standing by uh, here to help uh, our lawyers be successful, um, you know, no matter what their experience is uh, with electronic payments in the past. We're happy to help them figure it out and make the most in their particular practice. All right. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank Tom West, our guest, for joining us. Thank you, Tom. Lawrence, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and leave us a review in your favorite podcasting app. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. 
as always, consult a lawyer.